The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 30th of October. In your Squiz today, 190 lives lost after a Lion Air flight crashes into the Java Sea. Cricket Australia's cultural review. Brazil's new president-elect. Constitutional crisis in Sri Lanka. And can you play tennis on a sloped court? This is your Squiz today. Yesterday, a Lion airplane, which is Indonesia's largest budget airline, crashed after takeoff in Jakarta with no survivors, Claire. About 190 people have died in that crash by the looks of things. There were searches for bodies uh, and survivors yesterday. Six bodies have been recovered so far, no survivors. So it looks like that um, has uh, gone down with all of those people. Yeah, and I guess the question is, how did this happen? There's a few bits and pieces about it that's worth noting. So the plane was almost brand new. Uh, it was about 800 hours um, into its flight history. Uh, it looks like the pilot and the co-pilot were quite experienced. They had about 11,000 flight hours between them. Um, the flight uh, sounds like, um, from what reports are saying anyway, that the pilots had asked to return to the airport in Jakarta but the plane hadn't turned around by the time it crashed. Uh, and reports this morning say that um, the plane actually had some problems on a Sunday night flight when it was going from Bali to Jakarta. So no doubt that will be a point of interest. Um, the other thing to note is they're still looking for the black box flight recorder. Uh, the plane, though, is only submerged in about 30 to 40 metres um, water uh, depth. So uh, they've got lots of robots and um, divers out looking for it and, and no doubt that'll be the focus so they can get to the bottom of, of what happened. Has it kind of sparked a conversation about the the history of Indonesia's flying record? It really has. That's been really where uh, a lot of the commentary has gone. Uh, of course, Indonesia um, has had a, a terrible uh, record of aviation safety. Um, the one, of course, that comes to mind for most Australians, I would have thought, is the Garuda uh, crash in 2007 mm. where 21 people died. But, yes, the decade-long uh, ban that the European Union had had on Indonesian airlines flying in their space was lifted just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, in Australia, ahead of summer cricket season, the Ethics Centre has released their report into our top level of cricket after the ball tampering scandal, which we don't need to fill people in on. <laughs> and look, it doesn't really cover them in glory. It doesn't. Words like bullying, arrogant, controlling. Um, there was a fine distinction, I thought, um, between the win at all costs. It's um, been called a win without counting the costs attitude. Uh, yes, mm. lots of commentary about, um, you know, Steve Smith, Dave Warner, Cameron Bancroft, whether they've copped a fine that's too high given it sounds like there's a cultural issue within Australian cricket. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting to see the chairman, David Peaver, on 7.30 last night with Lee Sales, who uh, really a lot of um, what the newspapers are talking about today is whether he and those at the top of the administration level of cricket have taken responsibility for their part in uh, in what has happened and looks like uh, from that interview last night David Peaver really was trying to move the conversation along to look ahead. 
Uh, also, the alleged driver of a vehicle that ran down pedestrians in Melbourne's Burke Street Mall, which killed six people, that was back in January 2017, will face a jury despite claims he might have been unfit to do so. Yeah, James um, Gargasilis, he was the driver of that vehicle uh, that ran into pedestrians on the Burke Street Mall. Um, six people died. Uh, a further 28 were injured. Um, he, There's been a long process of looking into whether he is able to stand trial for that. Uh, lots of evidence about um, his paranoid schizophrenia and delusions. Um, however, it looks like the, um, the calls that were made um, from him uh, from prison to his parents talking about his mental health defence uh, was the key bit of evidence that swung the jury um, behind a decision to decide that he was uh, safe to uh, face trial, that he would understand what was going on. So that um, trial will begin next week. Now, we're used to elections all over the world that that come down to the wire. It's kind of what's been happening lately, but not so in Brazil with Jair Bolsonaro securing a, a quite a wide margin to take victory. He has, and he's been compared to Donald Trump and Rodrigo Duterte from um, uh, the Philippines uh, in that kind of, you know, right of um, centre politics, fairly brash kind of strong man sort of uh, approach. Um, He's a far-right congressman. He's a former army captain. He beat um, the leftist um, opponent, Ferdinando um, Haddad, and uh, on a very firm sort of law and order kind of platform. So it's a fairly historic campaign, lots of um, lots of international personalities voicing their opposition to him. Who? Uh, well, the bassist from Pink Floyd was quite strident, um, lots of concern about Brazil and the direction that it's heading, but it was also a right. fairly violent campaign. I remember Bolsonaro was the guy who was stabbed during the rally. Yeah, of course. Um, and almost died. It was a, a fairly significant thing. He lost a lot of blood. Uh, more on world politics in Sri Lanka. It's having what's being described as a, a house of cards moment. What's going on there? It's pretty wild, I have to say. Um, yes, the president has sacked the prime minister in the cabinet. That happened on Friday. Apparently, there's been some long-running policy differences between those guys and um, the opposition. Are they refusing to leave? Well, the opponents of the president say that it's unconstitutional to do that. You can't just sack the whole government because you don't like them. Um, mm. But, yes, the prime minister, um, of course, objects to um, to that and Refuses Being to sacked. leave. Yeah. Yes, refuses to leave the um, official residence. So he's locked down. But the oil minister, he's a former national cricket captain. He tried to get into his office yesterday and was blocked by protesters and a bodyguard of his fired at the crowd and one person was killed. So it's getting oh. pretty violent and, um, yeah, complete constitutional crisis there. One person that is willingly leaving politics is Angela Merkel. She's announced she will step down in 2021. She's been in the job since 2000, so she's had a very wow. long run and uh, by the looks of things still has a few more years in her. Amazing. Um, finally, a new tennis centre has been built in Darwin, but there are pretty big problems with Centre Court. It's on a downhill slope. And get into the um, email and have a look at the video that's there. The ball run like literally runs downhill, and uh, oh, from it's so not it's not funny, but it kind of is. I mean, come on! And from the tennis court, really has to be flat. 
Well, and <laughs> particularly when you've spent about $16 million on this tennis centre and its centre court no. and it was meant to be like the place where they would host things like, you know, Davis Cup and pro big pro tennis tournaments. So, yes, um, it'll be interesting to see no. where that goes. Uh, subject line, what have we got today? The subject line uh, in that light is Lords, Let's Go Down to the Tennis Court, uh, one of my favourite <laughs> Lord songs. So. Yeah, that's a great song. Good yeah. tune. Um, jump into the Squeeze Today email, heaps more news in there today. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it. Have a great Tuesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Message now from our podcast partner, Hubble. You know what it's like. Your friend recommends a great film or TV show and you're excited to check it out, but suddenly realise you can't remember what she said it was. That's where Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L, comes in. It brings your streaming apps and free-to-air TV together into a single experience. You can easily search for your favourite content and keep track of what you want to continue watching. You can also watch free-to-air TV with or without an aerial using the integrated TV guide so you always know what's on and where. It's TV and streaming made easy. Go to hubble.com.au to find out more.